Hi. 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 Welcome back to the Barefoot Office. I'm so, so glad that you are here. Tonight we're going to read Psalm 15, the shortest of the psalms appointed for this Monday. And a song that, as soon as I started reading it, started to play in the tradition of some Celtic folk singer that my 8th grade teacher used to have. So, Psalm 15. Notice what word or phrase sticks out to you. Lord, who may dwell in your tabernacle? Who may abide upon your holy hill? Whoever leads a blameless life and does what is right, whoever speaks the truth from his heart, there is no guile upon his tongue. He does no evil to his friend. He does not heap contempt upon his neighbor. In his sight, the wicked is rejected, but he honors those who fear the Lord. He has sworn to do no wrong and does not take back his word. He does not give his money in hope of gain, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things shall never be overthrown. What word or phrase sticks out to you? For me, it's the words dwell and abide and also does not heap contempt upon his neighbor. The second time, as we read, where do you see God in this passage? Where do you see a connection to yourself, to others, to God? For that connection is where we find spirituality. Lord, who may dwell in your tabernacle? Who may abide upon your holy hill? Whoever leads a blameless life and does what is right. Who speaks the truth from his heart. There is no guile upon his tongue. He does no evil to his friend. He does not heap contempt upon his neighbor. In his sight, the wicked is rejected. But he honors those who fear the Lord. He has sworn to do no wrong, and he does not take back his word. He does not give his money in hope of gain, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things shall never be overthrown. What connection do you make in this psalm? (coughs) For me, it's to another psalm, actually, or at least a song that comes from a psalm. 
how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. Better is one day in your courts than thousands elsewhere. As I read this passage and I read it the first time trying to decide which psalm of the three appointed for today I was going to do, I was really struck with that first verse. Lord, who may dwell in your tabernacle? Who may abide upon your holy hill? And I was someone who hid all of my emotions and my heart, my tenderness, my the softness of my being, my faith, in singing and in music. And I would sing those songs and pour my whole heart and spirit and woundedness, brokenness, sadness, joy, and delight into them. And it got to be that, you know, I I became quite enraptured with evangelical fervor, if you will, and I still love those songs and sing them, though not so often. But it was like an obsession. It was like maybe almost my addiction. It was like if I couldn't be doing that, then I didn't have anything that I cared to be doing. And that's how some people talk about calling, I suppose. Or addiction. Hmm. That's interesting, the connection between those two things. But now I feel a sense of freedom, of relief, that the verses here in Psalm 15 say, who may dwell in your tabernacle, who may abide upon your holy hill? And then it goes on to talk about this image of blameless life, of perfection, of holiness, of purity, of these high, high standards. And in a voice, in a sentiment that, you know, to me echoes the brash love of the text of someone like Nadia Bowles-Weber. Well, these verses just say who's going to live there. doesn't say that if I don't have a blameless life, I can't visit. That if there's guile on my tongue, I can't come and hang out for a while. It's just who may live there. There are lots of places I want to live, and there are lots of places I want to visit for a short time, and they don't have to be the same. And they can all be a part of a whole life, and they can all be good. And it can all be good. This third time, as we read, what can you imagine doing or being because you've read and reflected on this passage? Lord, who may dwell in your tabernacle? Who may abide upon your holy hill? 
whoever leads a blameless life and does what is right, who speaks truth from his heart. There is no guile upon his tongue. He does no evil to his friend. He does not heap contempt upon his neighbor. In his sight, the wicked is rejected, but he honors those who fear the Lord. He is sworn to do no wrong and does not take back his word. He does not give his money in hope of gain, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things shall never be overthrown. What can you imagine yourself doing or being because you've read and reflected on these words? For me, I don't want to share all of it explicitly, but what came to mind was a piece of writing that I would like to do. I don't think I'll sit down to actually do it anytime soon, but to have the idea for it tonight can be enough. Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of your name, increase in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and bring forth in us the fruit of good works, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Hope and joy be yours wherever your heart chooses to live, wherever its treasure is. For there also is what you are and what fills you, the light of God, the light of the world.